Hello there, y'all all right? Very good, honey. I was up doing a little work here. That's why I got my pajamas on in my office. And then my phone started going on. Um, first of all, Wendy Williams, honey, God bless you. But listen, let me tell you this. Um, 23 years I've been with my husband. Yes, together, right? And I know you may not know what that looks like. I pray that love finds you. True love. I'm saying that God bless you. You are not well. God bless you. <laughs> Honey, look, when I tell you, <laughs> the, tell me you the are pain a. You must be in. <laughs> like, it's like, tell me you are a good Christian, uh, a strong Christian woman but don't without telling me, tell me right. you are in a strong Christian woman. Tell oh. me you are a Southern Baptist church going lady without telling me you are a Southern Baptist church going lady. Now, we know Wendy's not going to look at this. This is a spiritual disc. Oh, no, no, no. They are going to. That little, that little uh, nerdy little boy norman uh -huh. he is going to eat this up but she's not going to address it oh she no never they, does. oh no he's definitely going to make her address it no she this never is exactly that when how quickly this erupted okay almost um, like a two minute story yeah how quickly this if erupted that. lets me know that this is def this is not the last time that we're going uh, to hear about this i love tabitha brown and so we definitely want to talk about that today yes. what else are we going to talk about uh we're going to talk about bill cosby <laughs> i had to pause before saying that free <laughs> uh, wow so so they set bill cosby free but denied britney spears's release definitely i can't can I can't. In what, what world do we live in? Right. Where the white woman can't get liberated and the black man gets a break. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure that out. But we have to talk about that. And I really want to, I'm actually going to take that over into the spill segment because this brings up a larger conversation, I think, which we've seen happen with the Me Too movement. Mm -hmm. And so I want to hit that. We've got the Tokyo Games. You need to turn your phone off. Phone's on silent, everyone. Okay. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Let's get started. Let's start the show. Yes. It's me, Trent Rashad. And I'm Marcus Drew Steele. And you are listening to Cold Pop. There. So can I just say, I think this past week, so first off, 4th of July no, just first happened. off, let's say this. Okay. Today we are recording nestled deep in the, uh, <laughs> the historic <South>. Bronzeville <laughs> District here in Chicago. Yes. So much history, so much beauty. So much history. But we are we are actually recording on location today, Pop Stars, and um, really excited to just switch it up. Can I just say, number one, 4th of July was this past weekend, but also last week was such a terrible week for women. I don't understand. Like, they just got the short end of the stick last week. Yeah. This is just so much going. I mean, when, I mean, you're saying last week women have always been getting the short end of the stick. Let's drag just be clear. Me, drag me, so, drag me. I, I mean, it's, no, it's just like I, I mean you're last week, right. but no, I think um, there was a lot of things that have happened that definitely personified what it means to um, be underrepresented, to yeah. be in the minority, and to not have your voice taken seriously. And have to continually um, put so, up a bull. So yeah. So, but we're going to cover all of that. Yes. First, let's get into your week, what you've been watching, all of that. So, I don't know if we discussed, but I moved. 
We're no longer living together. Did we discuss that last week? I don't I've been telling everybody I can find. <laughs> I'm not going to. See, you, I, what you're trying to do is not what? necessarily what you're going to do. What am I trying to do? <laughs> you're trying to pull me into this marriage. I don't know how doing that. We're no longer living together because Trent is um, putting on his grown-up pants and starting a home. We've talked about this. We've talked about this. Yes, I'm living know, in with my old man. Yes. But I just didn't know if everybody knew that I wasn't living with you anymore. Well, I mean, we definitely gave you the option to be adopted in Did the you? house. Did you? Because I feel like I got put out awfully quick, so no, I don't know if I, I got that option. No, you did, did not you? get that option. I, I'm yeah. trying to play for the... The podcast, <laughs> but, you know, no, you did, you not, did not. You did not provide me that option no. because I would have definitely considered it. No, you wouldn't. Thank have. you for two months. Oh, absolutely. No, no, two months. Have. Yeah, it's gonna throw me up in the spare bedroom. No, you know. Uh-uh. Anyways. I'm Diamond, and you are my cousin Ebony, and that just <laughs> okay. would not okay. have been going on. Oh, not I've, under my watch. No, yeah, no. Whatever. Anyways. I've seen too many black family <laughs> movies to uh, let that ever happen. So absolutely not. So beyond that. um... It's just been, I guess it's, so, I got a job. But we talked about this, right? No, we did not. We didn't talk about this last week? I cut it. You need to cut it. I cut it because I wasn't ready yet. But it's been two weeks. Uh, I'm not going to say where, but it's a very huge opportunity. Um, I got a job. Congratulations. And I have forgotten what it's like. For a forty-hour work week, <laughs> yeah, it's serious. I am tattered and torn it's and withered no and exhausted. It is no joke. So that's welcome what I'm back to the workforce. Oh my gosh, yeah. it is just so so crazy. Um, beyond that, also, I wanted to follow up. I I took your um, advice. I watched This Is Pop, uh, the docu series mm-hmm. with T Pain. I watched yeah, on that Netflix. one, and then I watched the Boys to Men one, which was actually really good. Yeah. I liked that one, and so. I saw the. Um, I looked at the other episodes. I wasn't really interested in watching any of the other ones. I mean, it's it's you know what some of it's like nice to just have on in the background, but definitely mm. the Boys to Men episode. Yes, T Pain. Like those were ones the that I could directly ones. identify with. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I was watching that, and then of course watching Loki, and that's pretty much been my week. What about you? Yeah, I don't. It's not a bit a big week for me as mm. regard to new shows, but just yeah. some really great television that has been going on. Um, I have to give a quick shout out to the BET Awards. Let's talk about it. I, I mean, I literally, by happenstance, d- decided to watch. I'm just saying you Awards. watched. Yes, oh, okay. I watched. You know, we it. don't watch award shows anymore. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely award shows have not been what they used to be and with COVID and you know, Mm -hmm. all of that, it's been really difficult to kind of produce a quality show that, you know, the kind of award shows that I grew up on and that you grew up on. Um, What did you think? But I just want to give hats off to the team at BET because this was an incredible show. It, it it really made, it took me back to like 2000 VMAs, Mm Um, and you know, 2003 VMA, like just big moments, like the whole, I mean, the red carpet, Lil Nas X coming down in the red carpet with that outfit, uh, Cardi B Mm -hmm. revealing her pregnancy at the BET awards. There were just so many different moments that happened. Uh, so Taraji P Henson hosted and and she was last year, right? I believe so. Um, 
But Taraji P. Henson did a great job. Good. I thought she did a really great job. She had bits. She had fashion. Mm -hmm. She had a lot of great things happening. Um, Performance-wise, this about the was a great performance. Uh, these are some great performances. Mm -hmm. uh, the baby, maybe next year. We'll go back and we'll, mm -hmm. we'll come back to it. I'm but, not a fan of his. Um, Meg Thee Stallion, who I want to say performed probably she 18 times. She looked great. On the show, uh, did really well. I think she... For her solo, um, for her solo performance, I think she was been working with Lorianne Gibson. Good. She was definitely giving me the Boom Cat energy. I Good. loved it. And then um, my other favorite performance is Jasmine Sullivan's performance mm -hmm. and her bringing out Ari Lennox. And it was just, mm -hmm. it 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 was sexy. It was. Um, Beautiful. It was. They it was. Just, good it was. Too. It was amazing. And I, um, you know, I just don't know what to say. I, I think that if Silk Sonic was to show up in Chicago doing a show, I would be I would front go. stage. I would go yelling, throwing yep. my panties up <laughs> on the on the stage. I mean, just once again, mm -hmm. another great showing of just artistry and talent and just taking us back to those moments. Um, Do they have any have. other music? Uh, I don't Are know. Are they going to release any other songs? I, right now, Leave the Door Open is all I really need. But um, I, need I am in... EPs, huh? I mean, I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure it's on its way, but I, I definitely fell in love with uh, that performance as well. And then lastly, I just want to talk about the DMX tribute, which was okay. just, once again, a way to close out the yeah. show. It was amazing. Method Man, Buster Rhymes, and a host of others um, just really kind of, you know, really brought it home. Um, I, I was about to say Lil' Kim, but Lil' Kim did an amazing tribute to Queen Latifah, yeah. who took home the Humanitarian Award, and so or the Lifetime Achievement Award, excuse mm -hmm. me. But just... BT Awards was so good. So wait, so what did you think about Lil Nas X's performance? Because that's all everybody's been talking about. So everybody's been talking about Lil Nas X performance, and I'm with Lil Nas X. <laughs> what made y'all think y'all were gonna get something different? Right. I loved it. I loved the right. nod to uh, "Remember the Time." Yes, that was my favorite that was part. Really great. You but then also song. the um, the ending kiss where he kisses his yes. dancers is kind of like never, you know, never. In BT Awards history, Did I? would I ever think I saw this? You know, that's what kind of what some people were posting. But, I mean, if you bring Lil Nas X, you have to understand what you are getting. And he's right. not... I, what I love about him as an artist is that it doesn't change for... Anybody. anybody. Any of the platforms. It's it does still it. him, which yeah. is great. So, which is, yeah, which I love. The other um, interesting moment I saw real quick from the BET Awards was Little Kim when she was on the red carpet talking to DJ Envy. Oh, child. And he was talking about verses. And she yeah, was like, that Nikki. was not a no. Any thoughts I didn't on see that? that? But no. I, <laughs> no, Little Kim. She um, said, he said no. No It's thoughts. just not like you are, Little Kim will for always and forever be the queen. Of course, of Queen B. It, it's it. Like to and this is from my experience, period. Okay? Because she with and I mean, let's just be real. This is how I see it at least. Mm -hmm. Without little Kim laying out the blueprint. Mm -hmm. There would not have been an uh, an avenue or a lane for Nicki Minaj to really come through without there being a little Kim first. I think that there can be multiple Multi there's a queen of rap for every generation, for each generation. I think 
obviously I agree. Little Kim definitely laid the blueprint, laid the groundwork. Nikki just stuff. improved upon it. Yeah, and then that's it. And then you have another iteration. Doja Cat is probably going to improve on what Nikki's done. I think we'll see. it's sort of it's, it's so interesting how each generation has the same or a different reiteration. Like, but Doja's not hard like these girls. Like these girls, they She's, come, they giving us some good. Like Doja. Doja's, you know, she's a pop girl. She's giving me pop. Like, these girls, yeah. they can do pop, but they also yeah. are from, you know. But, I, but that's the thing. Like, I, so, okay, so these this New is going to be a little controversial. I think Doja can do what Megan does, but Megan can't do what Doja does. Okay. What do you think? Well, I no. Because I, Megan that, is To me, the, they're definitely the, apples and oranges. I You can't compare. I don't see I, Doja I would never doing, try to compare. I don't see I'm Doja saying. doing anything that Meg does. Well, I mean, she kind of already has. Like, Rules, uh, a couple of her other songs off of Hot No, I think, I think Meg brings her own, exactly. her I own agree. style and her own flair. And, and they I don't can think, both exist. And Doja can't, Doja, Doja can't touch that. But also, Megan can't touch what Doja does. Right. Um, but, it's no, two different back lanes. to this whole little Kim, Nicki Minaj thing. Yeah. I think, this is what I'll say. And this is what I've always said. Um, this is my mantra. Have you ever seen the moon howl at the wolf? Okay? Lil' Kim is the moon. Okay, so I understand what you're saying, but Lil' Kim is the one who keeps bringing up That's what up I'm Nikki. saying. I'm like, Lil' Kim, you got to oh, okay, leave okay. it. I'm like, like why does she she's are, the one that keeps bringing up Nikki? Like, like, Nikki has let this go and If you and let yourself, on. if you just would have just yeah. kind of stayed into this, you know, this place of eternal... Moon dumb. So it's if like, look, Kim, you need to understand how just big you are. You don't need to do that, this. That's where I'm at. Okay. That's where I'm at with Got it. it. But um, overall, the BET Awards were great. Let's keep this energy yes. all the way through. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna give you my legendary claps. I'm gonna give y'all ten. So. The last thing, uh, the last, uh, <laughs> the last show. I, it cracks me up because I, th I immediately think of Megan. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. like it, but I'm gonna give y'all a ten. <laughs> Um, but no, the last show that I wanted to highlight, and I've already highlighted it once before, but I've been watching Family Karma on oh, Bravo, yeah. and they, the the last, uh, their last episode was on the last day of Pride, and one of the characters, the gay ones, um, Armory, um, came out to his grandmother because he wants to propose to his uh, partner. Okay, ciao. When go? I tell you, I mean, this was, and Andy Cohen actually said it, um, despite how you feel about Andy Cohen, but Andy Cohen said out of all the things that he's ever put on Bravo, that this was probably the best, most real mm -hmm. TV television that he's ever had the opportunity to put out there in the I world. I can see that. And it was a very, like, with people of color, you have to understand, yeah. like, it's a very different it's a vibe and feel. Yeah. And, like, sometimes, yeah. So the grandmother basically was like, I don't like this. No, <laughs> like, you know, and grandma, I don't Ooh. know how old the grandmother is, but, like, her very first, like, mm -hmm. it took a while for them to get to the point that she was just like, you know, and then. If you say, is she okay now with it, or is it still, how did they, they the it left out on okay just how i told y'all my coming out story it was basically the same thing it was like uh -huh. i don't like this it was like we're gonna have to just take baby steps i think what tore the grandma apart a little bit is when Amri started crying because she was like i don't like this and he started uh -huh. like you know you could see the little tears, the tears and he was me. like you know it's okay like 
no, I understand. Da, 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 da. And she was like, listen, baby, I just want you to be happy. If mm-hmm. you're happy, then I'm happy. But yeah, it's just it's gonna be some baby steps for this family. But it was just so <coughs> real and I and I, I loved it. Um I think the biggest mistake that people make like when coming out and not for the people who are coming out but the people that they're telling is that they always make it about them and it's like it's not about you and what you like it's about understanding what this person is going through and them having the courage to tell you what their genuine life is listen i don't care what you like it's not about you it was a it was a whole thing but the episode was just it was an amazing episode and it definitely made me I was like, Did you tear up? I, I teared up a little bit, but I was like, this is definitely like the way to end out. Um, right. Oh, wait, wait, was this the season finale? or No, 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 oh, no, no. Okay. It's just, uh, no, because I'm thinking the season finale is going to either be the full out engagement or mm-hmm. um, at least something. I, I'm excited. I'm rooting for this couple. They're actually Chicago. Uh, they're from Chicago. Right. I remember we talked about um, that. So I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for uh, Armory and Nicholas. Well, shout out. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll get into our segment, Woo Chow. All right, everyone. We are back with our most beloved segment entitled Woo Chow. This is where Marcus and I review the top moments in pop culture this week and uh, the things that made us say Woo Chow. (laughs) All right, Marcus, you're up first. So let's just go ahead and... The elephant in the room. Let's talk about Shakari Richardson. Yeah, yes. Let's talk about it because you know what we we should have talked about it last week. We yes. meant to talk about it last and week. We didn't get a chance. And we to. fell out. Um, we didn't fall out. No, we no. Just, there was no fight about that. No, we didn't what get a chance happened? to talk about it. We just did. We just forget. Yeah, we just forgot. Okay. And so now, and, and what we were going to do was give her all of this praise Get about me making pushing it. this narrative right. that we're fighting. We Marcus fell has moved out. out. <laughs> Marcus has moved out. Didn't get an invite to move in, but we fell out last week. We I'm fought, over here so I don't get And we fined. didn't finish the show, and right. now we have to record at a different location. Get into this narrative. Anyways, so we all know by now, Shakari Richardson, um, Took the world by storm at the Olympic trials in track and field. And she let everybody know that she's that, that girl. girl. Well, I love Shakari. And we'll see if she's that girl because now she is coming under fire because she failed a drug test. Now, yeah. the reason she failed the drug test is because they found marijuana in marijuana. her system. THC. That's it. And to me, it's like... Weed, weed is le- number one. Weed is legal where she was smoking, so she didn't do anything wrong. However, as an Olympic athlete, yeah. there are a separate Certain substances rules. that you can't right, have. like and THC. THC and stuff is like one that. of them. Um, what do you think about this? Well, you know what? I mean, for me, I was completely fine with it. I was like, same. This is for me. This was an opportunity um, or a scheme that Todd set up to come to us with the bullshit. Wait, who? Todd. Who is Todd? This is a this is a line from um Real Housewives. I was getting ready to say you're talking about Todd. <laughs> this is a, from, Todd Tucker. Yeah, Todd Tucker. Um, but no, I think I, I I'm a little annoyed with this, to be mm-hmm. honest, because we just had this amazing moment last week of celebrating her and like, you know, 
we've already she we already know she's going through a tough time. She recently lost her mom, right? Like <coughs> we know she's going through a tough time. Yeah, and she found so, out from a reporter. Yeah, like come which on. Is so we know she's going through a tough time, but unfortunately this so this is a technically a banned substance. What I don't like and what I'm not here for is how the media is choosing to cover some of this. this because always. some of these headlines that I'm reading are totally not okay. Yeah. Some reporters and some journalists need to be slapped across the face and stop trying to position it as like performance enhancement drugs, which is what some people are using and kind of going from that angle from the headlines. I mean, if you can run that fast smoking weed, I'd be Flojo. Hello? Jackie Joanna Kersey. What was uh, the guy's name? What? The guy got his medals taken away. Johnson, oh. Michael, was it Michael Johnson? Michael Johnson got his medals taken away? Yeah. They always trying to come for somebody. Because he, like, tested positive for something, I think. Oh, is oh. his name Michael Johnson? No, Michael Johnson is a runner, yes. That is definitely... That Keep is, talking. I'm gonna he's one this. of the runners. Um, I don't know. I don't know what he got his uh, medals taken away for, but he's definitely a runner. I remember him back in the day. Little chocolate self. Yeah. But was it performance enhancement? I'm about to look it up. Okay, but hopefully it wasn't THC. This is the thing that I'm going to get down to, basically. Um, as you stated, Marcus, earlier, it is it is a um, legal where she was smoking, but yes. technically she knows it is a banned substance. Right. So, baby girl, she as took much responsibility. as you through, like, yeah, you got to take responsibility for it. And, you know, I hate that this happened, um, but... Yeah, I mean, we'll Ooh, see exactly child. what happens from it. What do you think is going to happen? I So they say here, let me just read what I had on here. It said, um, and this is from ESPN, and it says, one source familiar with the matter told Reuters a positive test came at the U.S. Olympic trials last month where Richardson established herself as a gold medal contender, winning the 100 meters in 10.86 seconds. They're saying that it's unlikely that she'll get the chance to compete, but it's not. I don't think it's a, a, a done deal just yet. From what I understand, she's been... Okay. From what I understand, she's been banned for a month, but the Olympics are later this month. Right. So she was supposed to run in the Diamond League over the 4th of July holiday, but because of the positive test, she's been taken out of that. But I'm, it's still unclear if she's going to actually get to run or not? Yeah, when I read it, that was the, that was still left up in the air whether she's going to actually get to go to the Olympics. It says a 30-day ban backdated to the time of the adverse result could leave Richardson clear to race in the four by 100 meter relay at the Olympics on August 6 if selected by the go. USATF. But it's not understood if not if she's going to be able to do that or if she will do that. Well, let's just hold out hope. Yeah, I wanted to run. Let at that girl point, run. I mean, at this point, like, come on, she like. Dang. That's what they be doing when you can't she win against when you can't win against greatness. You gotta. They always come up with something. Yeah. Uh, Wu Chow. Definitely. What you got? Um, it is now time for our weekly Britney Spears uh, minutes update. <laughs> an update. Oh, um, my it's my me. My uh, it's me, Trenton Dunn here with your weekly update. Um, so following that jarring twenty-four minute testimony that Britney Spears provided in a hearing last week. Um, we learned earlier this past week that a judge has denied a month's old request for um, the removal of her conservatorship. 
Now, the removal of her dad from the conservatorship. The, remo the removal of, um, yes, as her, the removal of her father as her sole conservator. Um, with this, we are now, what I think people are now thinking is, is that this, from this statement, this decision was made. And that is actually not the case. So this request had actually been turned in a month before or more. Yeah. Okay? So this is before so this she is, gave. Yeah. yeah. So the judge that actually had the conversation with Brittany actually had no ability to rule on this. This particular. On this, on, yeah. Yeah. This appeal. Um, yeah. On this actual removal. So that is, I want to make sure that, that people understand that, that because of her testimony, mm -hmm. um, that will now go into the next, future. Which she should definitely appeal exactly. again. Exactly, so it, that, that yes. will go into you know future rulings and proceedings as regards to this conservatorship. Um, a couple of things happened with this this week mm -hmm. that definitely had me side-eyeing the family. So yes. Jamie Lynn. Girl, sit down. Sit down. Yeah. So, okay. So Jamie Lynn Spears, uh, Britney Spears' younger sister, who you uh, might remember from her days in Nickelodeon. She was on Zoe 101 yep. on Nickelodeon. And, uh, and before she had a baby, got kicked off the show. Oh, gosh. Okay. But let's not go there. So what we're talking yeah, let's about not go there. Um, is she basically, people are saying that she um, broke her silence. No, she, she I, and I don't want to say that. Yeah, because she definitely yeah. didn't break her silence. She saw an opportunity, exactly. and the family saw an opportunity Bingo. to put who do we think would be the least Bingo. problematic to put in front of Bingo. people. Because we now need to say something after Britney Spears came forward with all of this info. So, breaking her silence, no. This is an opportunity set up, as we've already saw, and I talked about this last week. Yeah. With them, this family now is creating a narrative. They, a full a 13 out year there, narrative. A 13, I mean, this has been 13 years in the making yes. of saying that this woman is incompetent. And so uh, we now need to figure out strategy to put whoever we can in front. Um, Jamie uh, Jamie Lynn was uh, was tearful and, you know, she wants her sister's happiness and, and all of this. To me, I'm honestly not buying it because me let's neither. be honest, you are profiting from this as well. Thank you. The entire the entire family Thank is profiting you. from this, and so, man, these these little tears, save, save it. it. <laughs> okay, save yes. it, save um, it. Now, save it for Oprah, girl, because we're and that's what Oprah needs to do is get Britney on the couch. Get you Britney know what? And have this interview and let Britney speak her truth, just like she did with Meghan and Harry. Now look, I don't know if that will be able to happen because I just don't think that. I don't know if the family's going. I don't. I because mean, how of the would rules she get of the conservatorship, yeah. I think she. I'm saying like because I'm speaking into existence. Once she beats this conservatorship, she will be able to tell her story because that's what she said. Agreed. She said she want to be able to tell her story. I just want to know: Do y'all need money that bad that you're gonna hold this girl prisoner like this? It's not about needing money that bad. It's not because they Those have agreed. They have it's. They have all about. They have everything that they want. It's about continuing and making sure that it continues because right. if Britney has, and this is basically from my point of view, if Britney has the opportunity to control her finances Cut from off. someone that has been abusive to her. That's what that's going to be. Yeah. And so it's about ensuring that it continues. That's so, dis I, so I am team free Britney, free her. I just, I don't understand. I agree with you. Like Jamie, 
And second off, there's too many damn Jamies in this family. There are a lot of Jamies. Okay, there's too many. And Lens. Shit. Jamies and Lens. <laughs> Jamies and Lens. Everybody named Jamie and Lynn, go sit down. Okay? Woo child. And you done got <laughs> me high. No, it's definitely a woo child moment. We will see as this un, uh, as this unfolds. I think the testimony paired with Jamie Spears' medical history make a really great case as to why he should be removed as the sole conservator. Yeah. Um, and so, I, I mean... And now we're talking about the father, who's also named Jamie. Jamie Spears. not ja- So Jamie Lynn is the daughter, yes. Jamie Spears is the dad. And then Lynn, and then is, Lynn the is the mom. And then Brittany Lynn is Brittany Spears. I thought it was Brittany Jean. Brittany Jean, that's right. Yeah. That's my bad. Brittany Jean Spears. It is Brittany Jean. Um, but, I think... The pairing of those two will really help make a great case. And so, lawyers, yeah. let's let's get on it. Let's make it happen. That's the other thing. She needs a new lawyer. I don't trust this lawyer that she has now. She needs somebody else. And you know what? I don't even know if she's got to, the opportunity to choose who she wants. Because clearly, the lawyer didn't tell her that she, she could did. challenge the know. conservatorship. That is true. I so, mean, that she could have been, that she been could be done, speaking. Done yeah. So, she needs a new lawyer. That's first on the docket. Child. She needs a new team. Yeah, just, just don't uh, don't try to represent yourself. We saw how that went. Right, Ron O'Neill. Okay, go ahead. What do you have next? Uh, the topic that I do not want to talk about, but let's talk about it. Bill Cosby. Bill was released oh. from jail this past week over a technicality, which that. <laughs> yes, Child, I, I mean, which listen. spun the world. Um, I try to block it out. I, you know, so last week, Bill Cosby was released from a three-year prison sentence after being convicted for sexual assault against, um, I forget the, the lady's name, uh, but basically an old prosecutor made a deal with Bill by saying that if you give us, you know, your testimony about what was happening, then we won't bring any charges. However, when a new prosecutor got brought into the case, he took that testimony and used it as core evidence against Bill to prosecute him, which, of course, is not you can't do. Right. You can't do that. Andrea Constrand, uh, Constand is the uh, woman. The woman. Yeah. Uh, and the only reason why her case got that far is because hers was the only one that the still statute. fell within the statute yeah. of limitations because everyone else's the statute of limitations was up. Um, and so Bill was released, and a world, a, a, a whirlwind basically came after that. Can I just say one thing? Please. The this is what I want to take you back to a couple like take about a back. month ago. Okay. When we were talking about this, when he got denied parole, I would. I and was just getting Bill ready to was say like, that because they were like, "Well, Bill, like part of this, and you will be you eligible, do the programs. but you have to do the classes. You have to go to the classes." And he was like, "No." no. I'm actually good. I'm fine. At that point, we should have been like, He knew something we didn't know. He he said, actually, no, I'm good. My ride's on the way. I agree. I believe that. I believe he knew something that we didn't know. Agreed. That's why he didn't do it. And can we talk about another thing? Can we talk about Felicia Rashad now? (sighs) Come on. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Oh, (laughs) that. So Felicia... Once hearing the news, decided to tweet out, all caps, finally, a terrible wrong is being righted. A miscarriage of justice is corrected. But can we just be clear? Bill was not set free because he didn't do the crime. It was a technicality. It was a technicality. 
uh, a miss what is it, a miscarriage of, of justice. justice? It was not. Yeah. <laughs> so let's be clear. How do you feel about this? I think you know what. Oh, oh keep in mind. <laughs> Felicia also just got named the dean of the performing. We covered this. Yeah, the the, the dean of the of the Chadwick Boseman. Howard said, "Listen, her views are her views. We I, got, I got the our quote. views. I'll tell you what they said. They basically was like." Yeah, we know it, but that's what, you know, that's on her. Howard University said, survivors of sexual assault will always be our priority. While Dean Rashad has acknowledged in her follow-up tweet that victims must be heard and believed, her initial tweet lacks sensitivity towards survivors of sexual assault. It goes on, but that's just the main thing. Um, I think that sometimes when people have such a strong relationship, that it's difficult for them to be able to kind of take those rose-colored glasses off. And I think Felicia Rashad is sitting here in the space of so she can't fathom. She can't fathom that this man that she worked with and loved and they had such a great rapport and relationship. She can't fathom that that's being said about him. I would understand that, and it's funny because another friend of ours had, had the exact same argument. But, but Janet Huber said, "Bitch, you know." Hello, number one. Janet said, "Oh, you know." I'm going to read Janet's quote here in a minute, but the, this is what I have to say to you. Then Felicia's had two years to come to terms with this because Bill has been in jail for two years. Out of the more than sixty women who have come out and said that Bill has done something to them. You can't be this naive, Felicia. I, I don't believe it. I think she has just decided to st st hold her steadfast, hold her ground on this and support Bill. And she did. I don't know if she cares. Or it's going to be a problem. It's it, and it's not done with this little apology that she did in Absolutely the statement not. that Howard put out, baby. You and that's because to, Howard gonna made to, her put it out. You're going to have to. There's going to be some things to come from that. And so here's what Janet Hubert said. She said, Felicia, what are you thinking? I don't know. I don't know you, but to say this was terribly wrong, everyone knew what he was doing back then. How could you not? Get your umbrella, sister. Here comes the shit shower. I am outraged that he has been released. Yes, he is an old, an old ass guilty man. You gotta love Janet. I think that, um, and this is kind of taking a step out of um, Felicia. I think with Bill Cosby, this brings up a um, larger conversation about what and what. <coughs> I'm gonna get into it and spill. Oh, okay. Um, but what this, what the movement is doing um and how much it's surprising to me how much division there is regarding yeah uh the me too movement and we're still in the space of having to do apologies for things that we said regarding things that we should know better i think that and i, I think you said this before you all would probably be probably be shot and what your favorite celebrities really think and what their opinions are. Mm -hmm. uh, let's be just let's be honest. The people that, you know, some of you idolize and, you know, obsess over constantly. I think you would be really shocked if you've heard what they really thought. 
Definitely. Woo child. Woo child. I'm done. Do you have anything else? Well, the last thing that I want to talk about was our opener. Um, so, Miss Wendy Williams and oh, Tabitha yeah. Brown. Um, and I'm not even calling this a feud. What I'm calling this is a just a good old-fashioned um, old lady shade. Basically. That's what I'm calling it. Not just, and not calling either of them old. I'm right. not. Shade. But this is definitely old lady shade. They have learned from their mothers um, how to go about this. And so this story comes and starts with Wendy Williams doing her show. And in Hot Topics, which she talking always about, does. Which she always does, talking her stuff, um, talking mess. And so she's basically talking about Tabitha Brown, who recently retired her husband, Chance, who is so fine. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so fine. But she recently retired him from the police force. Was it the LAPD? Um, I believe so. But so retired him from the police force so that he can pursue his dream of growing his nonprofit organization. What is his nonprofit? Um, he does like, I think it's like sports related. He coaches kids um, in sports and uh, wants to kind of help grow that. Now, Wendy Williams, in given the story, definitely expressed her disdain for doing this and was like, yeah, honey, that was me. And trying to give her some, trying to give some Tabitha some advice of like, I I did this stuff for Kevin and you see where that got me. So girl, no, I no, you don't need to do this. Would she say, I give this marriage to Yeah, she said, yeah. Um, And yeah, went even to gave her the expiration date. So she, (coughs) she, when you think about it, she did kind of go in just a little bit. But again, this is what Wendy does. Just a does. little bit. This is what um, Wendy does. And I think it's hard for someone who has so much love as yeah. Tabitha Brown does. Yeah. Like, she's literally everybody's auntie. Yeah. And um, Wendy is everybody's drunk auntie. And so <laughs> when you see the two bickering, you just have to watch. And yeah. so uh, Tabitha caught wind of this. Some of her followers put her on to what Wendy was saying. And Tabitha gave a very beautiful Christian woman Eloquent. Read. Okay, um, I just want to do a few quotes from Please, it. please. See, because we've been 15 years together. Okay, <laughs> you might not know what that looks like. Um, and, you know, she definitely brought the word in and got in and, you know, them having a, mm-hmm. a faith-based, faith-based marriage. Um, in, my <laughs> in my head... I think that Tabitha was definitely warranted to speak on, you know, she was like, uh-uh, I'm not going to let you paint Chance or me uh, in any kind of light. And so, I, you know, I'm going to speak on my family. And I and I love her for that. I agree. I, I mean, it's warranted. I just think, again, this is something that Wendy always does. I don't even necessarily think it garnered a response. I mean, sure, it gave views no, to Tabitha and stuff. She said, I don't play that. Right. So and you know some people yeah some people really don't play when it comes to their significant other right don't speak on me or mine leave yeah me, leave us and alone. what we doing we good over yeah. here yeah <laughs> talk about me all you want talk about uh, Donna talk about my vegan tacos <laughs> talk about me all you want but keep your mouth and your hands off chance hello that's probably what it was Wendy probably wants chance girl okay <laughs> have you seen her with Ray J yes. What is that about? He I, loves older women. He, I'm not doing this. What is yes, that going? Does. I don't. Probably. What nowhere. is that? What? Probably nowhere at all. Ooh, child. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's take a break. Yeah, let's take a break, and I'm going to come back with our spill segment. All 
All right, we are back and it is time to spill. Ooh. It's my week and today I want to discuss the Me Too movement. Um, okay. Whether it's gaining traction or losing steam. I've seen this past week has been such a really crazy week for this particular movement because yeah. we've had so much go on. Um, of course, the big headline is Bill Cosby and we've already discussed that. But then there were some crazy rulings that came out this week in regards to a number of other celebrities um, and people in the public eye that I definitely <coughs> think that we should talk about. Yeah, let's. Um, so just to kind of, let's run down the list. Let's Okay. Let's start there. Uh, let's start there and running down the list. Okay, so we had Bill Cosby who was released. Yes. Um, after being after being uh, found guilty. Um, yes. And so we have him now being released. James Franco. Yes. James Franco, the actor. Uh, this week, uh, it, it's been uh, let out that he paid two point two million dollars in a settlement. In a settlement. Wow. Uh, for sexual misconduct and fraud. I just remember um, Seth Rogen saying that he would never work with James again. Which is crazy. Because they've been like buddy buddies. Yeah. yeah. But apparently James Franco was doing a lot of foul stuff with an yeah. acting school that he had. Um, and had people participating and doing some, you know, some, some sexual stuff that was inappropriate. Um, and so... In in the settlement, he did not admit wrong wrongdoing, but right. two point two million. I mean, that seems like wrongdoing to me. That sounds like wrong. Like, come on. Uh, so we had that in the show. I have covered Nexium almost oh, yeah. to a point. What's her um, name? Chloe. What, no, what? So Allison Mack, Allison Mack. Um, who was a big figure in the Nexium yeah. um, cult and the, the movement, and we kind of see her featured in several of the uh, several of the documentaries yeah. the two documentaries i HBO. said several there's two was on hbo down. there's one on hbo and then there was one on stars yes okay um one that focused on Catherine oxenberg and then one that focused on the movement a little bit more yeah. uh, at large but allison mack was sentenced to only three years for her um for her involvement with this yeah. now what a lot of people will say is only three years which her co-conspirator keith ranieri was sentenced to 102 years. Oh, Jesus. So, three versus 102, something's not quite making sense. Um, she she went on to, like, renounce Keith and said that, you know, what she was doing, she just got kind of caught up in it and that she doesn't, you know, <coughs> she doesn't believe any of that she stuff. She probably made and a deal. She, I, she definitely made a deal. Sold him out. But I'm just trying to figure out, like, with this and, like, how, how did that... Um, how, how did that go down? The other thing that I really want to uh, hit, which is one of, um, let me make sure I'm saying this right. Because I saw which her is name. The largest child sexual abuse child sexual abuse case in United States history. This is the largest settlement to come out of um, this in United States history with the Boy Scouts of America. Oh yeah, yeah. $850 million dollar settlement, um, which went to tens of thousands of um, survivors that have claimed that they've been sexually assaulted no. through their involvement. Um, the Boy Scouts has been a very... So I'm an Eagle Scout, and so I know all about Boy Scouts. Child. And it's, it has had a very tumultuous 
time as of late. And honey, all I, how do I want to say this? I guess what I want to say is, is that I'm not surprised. Well, I don't know how they're going to get this money because the Boy Scouts of America just recently filed for bankruptcy. Right, I'm going to say, didn't they just file for bankruptcy? So I don't too? know how they're going to get it. But I, it's just been so much. And I think all of these settlements, right? Mm-hmm. Who's doing time? Who is doing full out Nobody. time for what they have done? Nobody. And money talks. That th- I think that that's the problem that I'm having with all of these settlements and these deals. Allison Mack got three years, okay, as opposed to Keith's 102 years. Are we gaining traction here? Are we losing steam? Like, is it good that we're doing all of these like big settlements, or should people be really held accountable in other ways? I think people are finding loopholes in the system, number one. And I, money, I, I, all I can say is money talks. Like, if you've got the money to buy out and or settle, like a James Franco or a Boy Scouts of yeah. America, you know, I think they get away with a lot that they probably shouldn't, but I don't know. Well, the stories did not stop there. And I just want to point that out. Like, I have, I have one more that I definitely want to hit that's a, was the biggest surprise for me hmm. um, with Mr. Kyle Massey. I just, I, I don't. I who I remember from That So Raven. I'm he was distraught. the brother. Uh, he was Corey. He and then, oh, Corey in the house, Corey too. He, has also, he mm-hmm. also had his own spinoff. Um, so, very popular actor um, in the Disney Channel arena uh, was charged with sending explicit images to a 13 year old girl. This reminds me of Jerry from the Cheerleading Show. That and then also was it? I think it was uh, Drake or Drake and Josh, the Drake guy from Drake Bell. and Josh. Drake, Drake Bell. Bell was recently um, brought up on charges of that as well in Ohio. I don't know if he was char- was he charged or was he just no. I, I'm pretty sure he was charged. I'll fact check it, but no, he had okay. to go. He had to go to Ohio to okay. do it. Um, Damn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this and, was he charged? And, and he pled guilty oh, to attempted wow. child endangerment. Um, so this, I just don't, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is where, what is the real payoff? Like, okay, yes, these people are getting some financial, well, I'm trying, like, are the boy, the boy scouts even going to get their money? Like, how's that going to, how are they going to get that money? Does that even equal justice at this point? Does it? Boom. That's, that's the real real question. Does money equal justice? Does it equal justice? And I'm trying to, I'm having some, yeah. I'm I'm having some iffy feelings about it because, you know, to see someone, but then also, Marcus, to see someone go through, I'm thinking too quickly, hold on, to see someone go through this entire process of testifying, Mm -hmm. coming out with their story, Mm -hmm. all of that, right? And then let's let's look at the the two forks. So you have someone who pays the fine, pays whatever the settlement is. Okay, and it gets to be done with it. Okay, gets to move on. Or you have this person go to jail only for them to find a loophole to get out a few years later. I will say for the, how do I say this? The settlement has to be agreed upon. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, Oh, I'm just going to pay this money and get out of it. Both parties have to agree on the settlement. Child, and make sure you got a good lawyer and not Tom Girardi. <laughs> so so I guess my question is, is what makes someone want to agree to a settlement instead of taking said people to trial? 
Is it the I, money? I don't, I don't have an answer for that. Is it the I, money? I don't know. Would you rather have $2 million instead of justice? Because, I mean, when it comes down to it, that's part of it too, isn't it? I think you have to ask the person that it's happened to. <coughs> what and do it's you different want? for everybody, yeah. You know? Hmm. What would you want? I think if I was brave enough, if something like that had happened to me and I was brave enough to come out, I would want justice. F the money. You don't want the money? No, I want, like, because if, if I'm coming out, then I want you to go to jail. If, I'm, if, if you've done something to me and I'm speaking my truth, knowing that, you know, this could damn near ruin my life as well, I want you to go to jail. Because no amount of money is going to fix that. Um, it's not going to fix it, but I think for me, you would you take go, the money. I think I would take the money. Oh, oh. It would depend on what the oh. settlement looked like, but I oh. could use that to kind of start and put myself in a better position. I feel like if you um, take the money, then there's always going to be the questions of did it really happen or were you just out for the money? And you know what? That's not necessarily anything I have to answer for anybody. You I know what happened. Right. So this is what it is. And yes, I am going to take the money and get myself in a better place. Maybe spend some self. Maybe spend some money um, on getting my mental health together. Because while you go off to prison, let's say that I send you to prison, and I'm just sitting here stuck in the same you know predicament with not necessarily the resources or the tools to figure out how to process this correctly. That could be worse on me. I see that. I don't know. This is just such a hard decision well, to you make. You've got my answer. I'm taking the money. And I'm a, and I'm gonna use it to help me and my family. Okay. Um, and get us in a in a better place so we can all forget about it and overcome. That's fair. That's but see, fair. you are you're a vengeful person. I mean, if you've done me wrong, you want to see them um, jail brought up. You want to see them Eddard Stark jail. Yeah, that's what you want. You want an Ed no, Stark moment. I'm a, no, I don't want an Ed Stark moment, but I want jail. I want jail. You want prison. Yeah, like you've ruined my life. I want jail. I'm like Child, that's, I want just justice. wait because, you know, look, and, and if they get out, then what? I'm, yeah, real talk. Don't incriminate yourself because I know what you would do. You would take matters into your own I hands. I wouldn't do no such Anyways, what else you got to say? No, I mean, it's just... It's definitely a, a question that I've had of whether or not all of the, the, the hypervigilance on this particular movement has done more good, or good harm. than good or harm. Because no. now it's what it seems like is that people are just settling up and the accountability is not necessarily there. Yeah. Um, or we're leaving the accountability up to the public. Yeah. Public accountability. So that's public opinion. Yeah. So it's like, okay. But these people now, right? So like let's say James Franco, who pays this two point two million, doesn't have to go to jail, but still has enough money and resources to operate in stealth. Exactly. Same with Bill. Exactly. If so I was Bill what? and I got out out why would I want to change? Why would I would just do I would just be more um I now know the loopholes. So this is just crazy. Yeah, I, I can think about this all day. So it's definitely a debate, and I it, it's something that's definitely been on my mind. Um, what do y'all think? Let us know what you yes. think. Hit us up um, on Instagram, on Twitter, 
Um, and give us your thoughts on this because this is, yeah, this is definitely not easy. It's not. Let's take a break and um, we will come back with our signature segment, Fizz or Flat. All righty, and we are back. It is time for our signature segment that we like to call Fizz or Flat. Trent, tell us about it. Yeah, Fizz or Flat is where Marcus and I get to talk about some of the pop culture moments from this past week and give them a fizz if we're feeling them or a flat, flat if, if we're, we're not. not. Okay, I have a couple of things that I want to talk about today. Okay, because um, I'm already boycotting your first topic. <laughs> oh, you're going to... Boycott means as in you're you're not going I'm to talk your games. I'm not watching. Oh, okay. I thought you meant you weren't going. Um, well, you so, couldn't go anyway because you if always you yeah because you always go to the Olympic games. You're always there every year. Clearly. Um, no. So Tokyo Games is already on some bullshit. Okay. They're right. on a lot of bullshit. Like I, the, y'all are starting off on the wrong foot for me. Okay, and the reason why. Uh, as, well, there's many reasons why, but one of the top reasons was this article that I read from Sky News this past week, which mm-hmm. has let us know that they are banning swim caps made for natural black hair in the Olympics. They said, don't nobody wear swim caps like that. Don't nobody need a cap like that. That doesn't shape, that's not the natural shape of the human head. So, listen, so there is a black-owned swim cap brand called Soul Cap. I saw. Um, which I did not know, but really cool. Um, but their, their swim cap uh, headwear has now been rejected by the International Swimming Federation uh, because it does not fit the natural form of the head. That's what they said. Well, what do you mean the natural form of the head? The way that my hair grows out of my head? <clears throat> White. So you want me to do something unnatural to my head so that it will. That's what they're talking about. White. Um, I think for me, I think for me, this is maybe. Well, it's it's a flat. (laughs) Well, no, it's definitely a flat. A huge flat. We're definitely giving this a flat. But for me, I think it's more so about where the majority of people. All around the world, hair does not necessarily look like what our hair looks like. Exactly. Um, and let's be honest, not only black people have froze. Right. So it didn't even gotta be a fro, just it big don't. hair, period. I think what will happen, I, I, I think what will happen from this is that the International Swimming Federation is gonna have to relook this because there's gonna be uproar, backlash. There's already been people speaking out. Uh, Soulcap took to Twitter to thank everyone for their support. They said, a huge thanks to all who have supported us and our work so far. We do not see this as a setback, but a chance to open up a dialogue to make a bigger difference in aquatics. Michael and Tox, hashtag swim for all. So, what I think, let's pair this with, mm-hmm. so the swim cap situation, mm-hmm. everything that we've had with Shikari. And the fact um, that the... Um, Everyone in Tokyo, the citizens, don't even want the Olympics to happen because there's still big outbreaks of COVID there. Um, businesses have been pulling out of the Olympics. Like, nobody really wants the Olympics to happen, but like the Olympic Federation keeps pushing forward. What is why? 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 I don't understand. I'm not, I, I don't know if it's a money grab. I don't know what it is. But it's definitely a money grab. It, 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 we, there's going to be 
much backlash around this and Mm -hmm. possibly a possible boycott. I think with the movement of the Crown Act, um, Mm -hmm. which, you know, allows us to wear our hair naturally in the workplace, um, there is now going to have to be some type of there's got to be some type of a connection or amendment made that connects this to all types and, and all job types. Right. Because this is a job. This literally is someone's right. job. And you are now preventing them from wearing the proper haired gear for them so that they Correct. can be the best at their job. Correct. It's a flat for me. Definitely a flat. What do you have? Uh, What do I have? Oh, just wanted to make a note. Megan McCain is leaving The View. It's a fizz for me. Um, I'm tired. We're all tired. We've seen it time and time and again. She needs to go. The only reason why she had the job was because her dad, John McCain, was um, a notable person. Monet's going to be so sad. (laughs) (coughs) Well, you know her and Monet are not friends anymore. But it's a fist for me. Okay, I'm not doing that. Um, No, are, are you saying it's a fizz because she's leaving? Yes. Oh, okay. Got it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't have anything else to say. I, I mean, do you even watch The View? I don't. No. Okay. I I watch like clips and stuff because I like hearing what Whoopi has to say. Um, I always see the clips when Whoopi's going off on Megan. Yeah. That's She's like, Megan, we got ones. to go. It's yeah. a break. I'm not cutting you off, girl. It's TV. We gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> she did that in one episode. Yeah, I, I was like, it. let her know. So yeah, it's a fizz for me. Okay. I wanted to do this one in Wu Chow because it was scandalous enough to do in Wu Chow, but I think that this brings up a debate, and I want to see what you're thinking. Okay, because I okay. wanted to know what this was about. Well, recently, Faze on Love, who we all know from uh, as Big uh, Big Big Worm, yes, from, uh, from Friday, Friday, and he's done a couple of other things like Couples Retreat, and what else has he done? He's been he's in been a lot. In, yeah, he's been he's in a, been lot. a lot. I've actually met him in person. Oh, have you? I met him in person in Arizona, um, and we were something. We were in a club, and he was trying to talk to one of my friends. Um, Yes, Uh, but he recently uh, gave us some tea that we did not know. Which was what girl quit burying the lead? What is it? (laughs) So Faison Love basically has uh, let it slip in an interview that him and Gabrielle Union have uh, shared a kiss. Shared a little cute little kiss. When? Now, we don't get all of those details in this. Okay? okay? Um, because Faison Love was doing a live stream with NBA star Kwame Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were just kind of talking about, like, you know, tales of, like, partying and, you know, past life. And he's like, you know, Gabrielle Union and I had a nice kiss in the club. Uh and which I think Kwame Brown was like, let's shut this down because you ain't going to have uh, Dwayne Wade coming ass. after yeah. me. And but we're he, they kind of like laughed it off or whatever. What is funny is um, D-Wade did respond to it. What did he Hold say? Hold on, I'm going to get it. Give yeah. me one second. I'm just saying, I want to know what he, he said. he said, he was basically something to the effect of, Thank you for always giving me this to uh, clown my wife on. Thank you for this material. <laughs> so... I'm thinking it happened. <coughs> Probably. He's not lying. But I'm sure it happened like way, way back in the day. I don't think this is anything like recent. Well, no. He's, no, no, no. This was way back in the day. I think at that time he said that they, um, that she was hanging with Vince Carter oh, yeah. in the club. Yeah. And then they, they, like, they were just being fun, like having fun, drinks flowing, people was drunk. 
And there was, you know, there was a little cute little kiss. But I think that there's also some type of regular um, friendship because they've been photographed together and like all of that. Like, I want you to check this out, honey. And you tell me if this don't give you romance. Ooh. Now, y'all can't see what I'm showing, but Ooh. honey, Faison is nestled up in her ear. Ooh. Gabby yeah. looks good there, too. But D-Wade was like, basically, I will always have this to clown my wife on, so thank you for this moment. Shut out. Now, what do you think? Is it appropriate to kiss and tell, or is this something I mean, if that it he should have kept himself? No, if it was something that happened way back then, and they clearly all joke about it now, I think it's totally fine. I'm sure Gabrielle would even She's probably She's a married woman. Now, but I mean, this is before they, her and D-Way were even together. So this is probably back in like Deliverance from Eva days or Bring It On days. So. Child, I don't, I don't even know how to feel about this. Are you giving it a fizz or a flat? I'm giving it a flat. Shut your mouth. Don't talk <laughs> about this. She's a married woman. I'm giving it a fizz just because of D-Way's comment. Okay. All right. What else do you have? Uh, the last thing I had was just Serena Williams was out. Can we get the interns in the back to be quiet, please? Child. <laughs> the the can poppins and interns. Child, we got interns this week, and they just back here in the break room. No, this is this this is, this is filming on location. <laughs> Cutting up. <laughs> Uh, I just wanted to say that Serena Williams had to withdraw from the from Wimbledon after injuring herself, and I give this a flat just because Wimbledon needs to do a better job of keeping their grounds safe and dry because there were multiple accidents and injuries in the first and second rounds of Wimbledon of players who got hurt because they slipped and fell on the grass. And I was one of them. Yeah. I was one of them out you there. You sure so. were. Yeah. In your front yard. Y'all need to do a better job, Wimbledon. <laughs> Uh, but I just wanted to give that a flat um, because there's a lot of rumors and talks that this may be Serena's last year on tour. So we will see. Um, do you yeah. have any thoughts? Um, no, not with this. I didn't know it was ground related. Yeah. Um, but I I just thought it was maybe a sign of, you know. Old age. You know, she, I'm not, she getting, I'm not getting shady. But, Venus you know, is 40, 41. They're getting up there. Yeah, Serena be 40 there, this so. year. You know, I you kind of always think of them as like invincible, unstoppable, and like everybody gets old, baby. Father time waits yeah. for no one. So it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, she'll be forty this year. But yeah, so we'll still be a force, still a force to be reckoned with. So, all right, that's all I got. You got anything else? Well, yeah. So I wanted to talk about you know me. I'm a huge oh, sports yeah. fan. I'm a huge sports Are fan, you? sports buff. I do the sports minute on this show. Thank you very much. What's the two um, baseball teams in Chicago? The Cubs and the White Sox. Don't ever easy front me. Listen, <laughs> that was I'm a huge one. sports buff. Um, but what not. I do want to talk about are the fact that um, as of July 1st, NCAA athletes will now be able to profit from their own likenesses and image. I've got something else I want to tell you so about. So this. this is now very interesting um, because I personally... Mm -hmm. I th I'm excited for this. I am too. It's I think about it's, time. I think it's about time. It's about I time. I think that this will stop so many and uh, athletes leaving college early. Oh yeah. I think that that will help. I think that will hinder. I'm not saying that it will stop it completely, but I think that this will help um, with the rate of which athletes are leaving uh, school to go play pro. I now, agree with that. Uh, what's so interesting is with my job, I actually get to like 
be in some rooms with yeah. like, you know, Athletes. CEOs oh, yeah. and like some really cool people. And they're on this already. They are oh, like, really? they are connecting. Yes, they are connecting with coaches. They are reaching out and like, yeah, some people who run some pretty cool social media platforms um, are out there already connecting in that. Like, because I think that this is going to open up a floodgate of, you know, athletes and opportunities and, and things happening, um, which I think is good. I, I'm excited about Yeah, why not? Let them make that money. Um, and because, I mean, especially come uh, March Madness time, that's a cash cow. Of March Madness, I mean, <coughs> there. I mean, there's going to be all kind of events, like signings and um, things that happen from, you know, when people are doing their contract signings. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's... Yeah, I'm I give it a fizz. It. I, I definitely give this a fizz. It's about time because you know somebody's the, the schools that are profiting off of these mm-hmm. um, these athletes. We need to share the wealth. When you get a chance, I want you to Google Reggie Bush. I don't know if you heard what was happening with him because of this, but he's asking for them to reinstate his Heisman and stuff like that because of this ruling. Now, I think that that's only appropriate. Well, he, he broke knows, the rules you know who he needs to get on with. He needs to, he needs to get with Kim K. He needs to get his old thing back because you know she's trying to be a lawyer. She can't pass the bar, but Child. she can help him. She can help him with it. All right, <laughs> all right. Uh, I give this a fizz. I give it a fizz too. So let's wrap up. What okay. are your final thoughts from the episode? So I think my final thought from this week's episode is just we talk about rules. We talk about. Things that we're supposed to follow and adhere to as, you know, in certain professions and certain fields and stuff like that. But what happens when those rules are antiquated and don't fit the system or the 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 standard of life and living that we're currently in? For instance, I say this going all the way back to Shakari. Um Marijuana is damn near legal in almost all every I think it's like 20 states and growing. Let her run. Let her run. Marijuana and THC is not making anybody run faster. If anything, is making people sit on this couch and not do anything. So I think she should definitely be able to run. And I think that some of these rules, just like for this is going to be an extreme example, but just like the Constitution, like thing, a lot of these things that were made and developed back in the day don't fit today's standards. You know, you have to grow with the times. Shoot, take it back to the Old Testament. Hello. And so I think that this is okay. <laughs> so I we just gonna want get, to we're gonna get on our intern. The intern girl. is over here cutting yes. his nails so loud. Um, so intern is over here cutting. Did you hear that? Doing yes. a manicure. All right. I'm then, sorry. Let's wrap this up. I'll be quiet. I'm and then so loud. Sorry. Let's wrap I'm this show up. I'm done. I'm done. No. So listen, we're gonna wrap this. No, no, no. we're trying to be done. We're trying to be done so that you can do what you need to do. Okay, there are many things that are the law, but that doesn't mean they are right. When we report here, a rule simply being a rule don't mean mean anything. (laughs) Okay, that just means it's on the books, but but is it right? No, I am gagging at the clipping of the nails. We're not. It was so loud. I'm so sorry. Girl, wrap this up. What do you have to say so we can go? I think because somebody's getting fired. Last last thoughts about this episode. 
I'm not recording here anymore. Ever. And then also, <laughs> I would say that, you know, in term, when you're thinking about what you would rather have as far as, you know, our spill segment, what we were oh, talking yeah. about, it's yeah. just a... It's yeah. It's a it's a catch twenty two. It's not. There's no. There's no win win. No, not in that case. Not there's in those no, scenarios. There's yeah. definitely not a, a win win. And so, yeah. just kind of keeping those uh, survivors in my um, thoughts. Absolutely. Um, with that. So. Okay, where can they find us? So you can find the Cold Pop podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Cold Pop Show, and then on Facebook. Oh, as well as YouTube. Yes. Uh, at Cold Pop Show and then on Facebook at Cold Pop Podcast. Correct. Uh, you can find me at Trent Rashad on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on all the socials at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. We got to get out of here because somebody is getting fired today. Oh, Intern, text someone, okay? That's it. Yeah. All right. Until next time, pop stars. Bye.